Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Of course, this whole NFT space is much more than just profile pictures. However, Profile pictures, or PFPs as we like to say, is a huge part of this community and the experience that and the time that will be spent in this NFT space. So today we're going to speak about what makes a great profile picture. Art is very subjective. However, I will say your favorite NFT might make a horrible profile picture. So today we're going to actually discuss why that might be. So usually when we're speaking about profile pictures, it's normally a generative project. And if you're not familiar with what a generative project is, usually various attributes are made by an artist and they're using some sort of computer code or some algorithm to randomly generate how they are mixed and matched together. So it usually starts with a base layer such as a penguin or a lion or a human being or whatever it might be. And then there's a different attributes such as hats, glasses, objects that they're holding, backgrounds, fur color or skin color, whatever it might be. And it is just randomly generated. So that is generative art. And usually that is what is used as a profile picture for uh, the most of crypto Twitter, if you will. And for most of them, they are waist to head pictures, just like a passport picture. However, there are different types of pictures and literally it doesn't have to be generative. It doesn't have to be any sort of specific format. And NFTs come in all shapes and sizes. But I will even say, even in my collection, some of my favorite NFTs, I would never put as my profile picture. Not because I don't like them or I don't want to show them off or be a part of that community or whatever it is. It's just because it just does not fit. And I'll show you some different types of profile pictures that are out there. And they don't have to be all generative, even if they fit that whole waist to head prototype, if you will. I can think of the Hoodlum Society, which is they're all one of one hand drawn pieces of art. People use those as their profile picture. Then you also have something like the Crypto Kumas, which they are, they're multiple mints of the same design. However, a lot of people use those as their profile picture as well. But the vast majority of them that you're going to see, the popularity of them are those generative art projects that I was explaining, that they're also, they're one of one, but because they're randomly generated. However, what I'm going to say is not even every generative art project makes for a good profile picture either. And the best analogy or example that I could use or comparison would be a logo design. A lot of small business owners end up doing some logo designs that are actually not very good. So there's a difference between an artist that can draw some just amazing thing and then there is a graphic designer who can do logos and branding because there are certain elements that you have to take into consideration with brand logos just as there are certain areas and aspects of the art that really has to go into consideration with a PFP. First and foremost, when I was designing logos, because that is also my background with my, as far as my graphic design and art goes, is I learned how to do all this stuff for myself, various uh, online businesses and what have you. And I start to take on clients in college and after college. But the thing that I would always explain is when I'm designing this, yes, you might have this amazing idea. However, I need to design something that is scalable. This is something that's going to look good on a pen or it's going to look good on a billboard, right? So it doesn't matter if it's going to be small or at a massive scale. This is a logo or a design that should be scalable. 
Also, it's not going to be dependent on the medium or the device. So it should look good whether you're putting it on that pen, putting it on a cup, engraving it on a mug, or whatever aspect it could be on the website, all these different places, because really it should not be dependent on always being on the same thing, the same size, in the same format every single time for it to have value. And also it should be distinguishable. So you want something that does not look like another company. Company. It does not look like another logo or a brand. So everyone that sees it knows this is associated with that specific company. You don't want someone to confuse FedEx and UPS or any other company for that matter. And lastly, I wanted to tell a story. And in the case of the logo, it tells the brand story and connects it with the potential customer. I want that logo to be able to convey the brand promise, the message, everything that that company is about, but in a way that the consumer, the customer can actually relate to it and want to purchase or be a part of that story. Now, how does that relate to PFPs and these profile picture designs? Believe it or not, those four elements actually fit perfectly into what makes a good profile picture. As far as scalability, this profile picture should look good on that little teeny weeny icon when you're in a Twitter space, or it should look good when you're displaying it full scale on a desktop browser when you're buying it from OpenSea, on a tablet, whether you're screenshotting it and sending it to a friend, or just browsing through your collection on a budget smartphone. Really, it should look good on all of those things. And as far as not being dependent on that specific device, it should not have too much detail because as you know, as of those examples that I used, as far as if it was on a huge desktop screen, like the desktop monitor that I have right before me as I'm recording this, this thing is absolutely huge. So you can see all the fine details. Literally, I can see the individual hairs on photos when I'm editing on this because this screen is just massive and I'm able to zoom in and all sorts of different things. However, again, when you're on those mobile phones and all those different things, those details are not going to show up and be able to stand out on the different mediums. And also, we want something that is very identifiable. Now, in this world of there are a million types of apes coming out as profile pictures, I can't even keep up track to say how many types of apes there are right now, but some of them look so similar to other apes that I cannot tell if I'm looking at a crazy football ape or a, a sky moon rocket ape. And I, I just made those two projects up. They don't really exist. I hope not anyways. You look at both of them and they're like, okay, they look exactly the same. I can't really tell which project they belong to. And that's not very good. That is not good for brand or representation or worse, if you're intentionally trying to make it look like, say, uh, the Bored Apes Yacht Club, because we already know the whole story of them going to the moon and all sorts of things. So people want to attach themselves to that and ride that fame. But that is not good as far as branding, making it very distinguishable so that people, as soon as they see whatever company or whatever project that is, they automatically associate that picture with them and that group of people. Because what if that other one that it looks like happens to be a terrible community of just rude people that are hateful, spreading all sorts of things, and you bought into a project that is unrelated to them. However, the artist made it look so similar to them that now... All of those community members are being associated with the bad community. We don't want that at all. 
And as far as telling the story, this is where the PFP really sets itself apart from just any sort of art that is on the blockchain. So there are so many ways and mediums that you can actually put as an NFT or art on the blockchain, but a profile picture should really convey a story. And the people that are usually buying it are buying them because it somehow represents themselves. And for example, for myself, the profile picture that I use on Twitter is a chibi galaxy. It is a pink chibi with a football helmet and a basketball uniform with a number 77. Now, why is that important to me? Why do I use that as a profile picture? I did a whole episode on that, but long story short, when I was in high school, I was a three-sport athlete. I played football, basketball, and I was on track and field during the spring. However, 77 was my senior year football number, which was the year that I won all the awards and everything before I went off to college. So I associate my time of playing high school football with number 77. So this specific chibi actually has some meaning to me. It is a multi-sport athlete with my number. So that is why it's my PFP. Now, if you speak to various people in different communities, whether it be the crypto dads, the crypto moms, or any of these projects, like these women-led projects that have been coming out of late, such as Women Tribe, that I said, crypto chicks, all these different ones, they want these ladies that actually look like them, whether it is someone that has their skin tone, someone that has their hairstyle, or someone that just looks like they're a part of their culture, whatever it is. That is why they're selecting these profile pictures for a lot of the cases, for a lot of these people. Or maybe even it looks just like their mother or it looks like their sister or wife or something like that. So in order to really be able to tell that, it has to be very distinguishable, as I said, has to be able to scale, show up on that Twitter profile, but these details have to be able to be identified. You can see them quickly because when you're scrolling through a room, let's say you're in a Twitter space with a thousand people in it, I'm just throwing a number out there, and you're scrolling through and seeing all these, what's going to jump out and be identifiable to say, wow, that is from that project is if all these things are in line. Now, I'm going to give you an example of a particular artist. So this is not just saying that, okay, there are profile picture artists that uh, know all of these things, and then there are the fine artists. <laughs> no, it doesn't necessarily work like that. An artist can literally do whatever they want. That's where they're an artist. They have the freedom and ability to create. Now, there is an artist by the name of Fat Baby. And she has two projects that launched, at least that I'm aware of, that I really took notice of. The first one I saw was the Clever Girl Projects. And these are velociraptors with various hairstyles and hats and very beautiful artwork. And I first saw this when I was over in, I believe it was a Crypto Stash's Discord. And... One of his moderators, community leaders, if you will, has that as the profile picture. And I was just very interested in it. And I said, I love the colors and everything. I would like to know, is that an NFT? Because I really wasn't sure. And of course, I was pointed over in the direction. Yes, it's Clever Girls by Fat Baby. So I start to look them up. And being that I grew up as a complete dinosaur nut, as a kid, I absolutely loved everything to do with dinosaurs. My sheets, birthday cakes, my entire bookcase, all the stuff was just dinosaur from corner to corner of my room. So I still have that fascination. So I go through and I'm looking through the art and I'm thinking, wow, this is really cool. However, notice how this conversation started off. I said, is this a NFT? I wasn't sure if it was just art or whatever it is, although it was a profile picture. And yes, people are using these as profile pictures. But why did I have to ask that? Is because the art was so detailed. There were so many granular details, very small hairs and all sorts of things that you really could not see on a phone or just a little thumbnail picture. It's when you pulled it up full screen on a desktop that I was able to see all the details. And I was just blown away by how amazing, how great the art 
it was. And funny enough, I was in a space just as the artist is getting ready to launch the second project, which was Raptor City Rascals, which the holders of the first Clever Girl Mint was able to get a free rascal. And one of the things that she said was that when she first made Clever Girls, she did not understand that people would be using this as profile pictures and the details would not necessarily show up. So she spent literally hours and hours on each of these attributes, making it very fine detailed. However, on a small screen as a little profile picture, when someone's in a Twitter space, those details would not come out. So if you look at the art between Clever Girls and Raptor City Rascals, you would actually think it is a completely different artist. However, it is the same artist, but now use all those attributes and all those, I should say, all those elements that I mentioned on the second part, saying that it is scalable, it is easy to see, and she simplified her art. As much as she said it was very difficult for her to scale down, pare it back, but that is what really makes a great profile picture. And as an artist, she said it was so difficult to not want to get too granular. However, she really forced herself to make this to be able to really tell the story on a very small screen. And granted, both of these, in my opinion, are just great art. I absolutely love looking through the collection and uh, going on the website, seeing the story and everything. And if you're not familiar with uh, Clever Girls, uh, Jurassic Park, with the whole uh, raptors and everything, you're missing out. But Everything related to all of that and these rascals who were just running through the town and they're doing graffiti and all sorts of things. It's just a very cool project. I don't even own any of these. However, I just like the art and I was looking at them and I was in the space and I was hearing this and I was like, you know what? This is very cool because now a lot of these projects are coming out and after having that conversation, I said, what really makes a great project? And this was probably about a month ago I had this conversation. So this is not promoted. This is not sponsored or anything. Nowhere affiliated with it. However, I just thought it would just add value to the conversation to really present this right now as it is because here we are with the same artist telling great stories but totally different styles of art and i think that is a pretty good place to land this plane but while i'm at it i'm speaking about stories and what have you if you haven't noticed i actually released an nft on the wax blockchain for literally one wax p token which is about 35 40 cents and it's called crypto salmon and the story behind that is all the time, I like to say that I am not a crypto whale. I don't have this massive bankroll and I could just buy up all these NFTs and sweep floors and pick up board apes and what have you. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. So that is why I released this crypto salmon for one wax. It's because it's a fun story of just being able to tell that can be related to by many people that are, want to get into this whole space. And why am I even selling it for one wax, not giving it away for free? It's because I was giving a lot of NFTs away for free and people were claiming them with bots and sweeping them up and then uh, just reselling them. And I realized that various people that would want one weren't able to get one. So I decided to make it for one wax. And for the most part, that has been very effective. People haven't been buying them up as far as uh, letting computers just buy out the whole collection as soon as I drop it. Anywho, if you are interested in that, the information for that will be in the show notes. But whether or not you get it, I just want to thank you for listening to this episode. And as usual, I look forward to seeing you in the next one. So later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.